All right. Thank you uh, for joining this episode. We're going to talk about mental health, how important it is, especially if we're trying to make it to the 60-year game. Uh, gotta, we got to take care of our mental. So for those of you joining us, the Found a Good Thing podcast. Again, this is for those of us who found a good thing. That's a healthy, loving relationship. Those who want to find a good thing and uh, those who have the conviction to keep it. And by relationship, I'm talking about a marriage, right? Uh, we already signed on the dotted line and we believe till death do you part. And so my name is Marvin Jean-Jacques. Uh, I found a good thing five years ago and uh, I'm in it till my heart stops beating. And if you like me, uh, this is the space for you. If you're not, you got some other stuff over there you can worry about. So uh, this uh, episode, I've been looking forward to it especially when it comes to this matter of mental health right now, we all just went through, uh, you know, crazy event as human beings, this matter of the pandemic and what came out of it, whether you believe it was real or didn't believe it was real or whatever it is, uh, nobody can leave different, uh, the same, excuse me, everybody's different having had that collective trauma or shock or whatever you call it. And uh, I talked a bit about it last episode, but one of the things that came out uh, were high numbers of divorce rates in certain regions. The numbers first started coming out uh, in Asia where, where they did the lockdowns first. And then throughout spaces, you saw tons of couples just breaking up and you guys could go look it up and do the research on the statistics. But the folks were breaking up because for the first time, they were outside of that going to work, coming home, this sort of thing where you're spending a lot of time away from your partner and they had to spend time with their partner. And that started opening up a lot of different things where people were like, yo, I don't like this person. <laughs> I'm not interested in them. I didn't know they were like this, all these things. As that was happening, we saw a lot of upticks. And even right here, uh, you know, I'm in North America, a lot of the numbers coming out, anxiety, depression, all these things are blowing up. Uh, some exacerbated by social media, some by the pandemic, whatever you wanna call it, there's a huge uptick. And we also see some positive stuff, right? People trying therapy and all these kinds of things. Well. Why does it matter for us who are in this or in these relationships is, well, it's one plus one equals one. So your mental state and her mental state are completely intertwined. And there's gonna be things, traumas, concerns, issues from her past, from your past, all these things that have to be dealt with if you're really gonna have that good bonding relationship and that good uh, marriage that could last a long time. Uh, and I mean a healthy one, one in the winner's circle. I'm not talking about just grinding it out and, you know, just sticking it out just because, but like really thriving together, which is what we want. So there's a few aspects I was considering. How can we talk about this? Again, it's only 15 minutes. Mental health is huge. There's really so many different things, but uh, I think the best way to start is with 
kind of the negative cases. And this is a cautionary tale just in the, in the morning. You know, I got news recently um, and uh, trying to say it in a, in a good way, but basically a, a, a dude, um, he, 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 uh, he self-deleted. Uh, he, he opted to get out of the game. And uh, what precipitated that, he was a finder, but he kept aiming for the wrong ones. And he got caught up in a situation, I can't provide details, uh, with someone who definitely had some sort of mental health issue, uh, ended up costing him so much stress and duress that he had to, he, he thought there was no way out, boom. And now he's, he's, it's a wrap for him. And uh, I was thinking the whole time, this is crazy, the timing, because I already knew we were gonna record this episode. Uh, and it's so real because he didn't have the coping strategies to mitigate and maintain his mental state, uh, we really have to know how to handle ourselves because life is stressful. But he also didn't know what to watch out for and who to pick in a partner because who you pick, it really matters. If you're going to make it lifelong, guys, it's really for the finders and all of season two is going to be for you all. But if you're trying to find the right one, any red flag around it, you got to be very, very cautious. So uh, this is super important. It's another life and death matter, right? So if you're trying to aim 60 years, you're trying to be with her till death do you part. Your Everything starts from your mental. So you have to take care of it. Whatever it is, you have to figure it out. So one thing uh, for the finders is, when you're talking and you guys are having these conversations, you're asking questions, getting to know each other, canoodling, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Do you know what her history is and her family? Some of these things are hereditary. Uh, you know, I was just doing some work with some uh, healthcare folks. And uh, one stat that was, whew, it was wild to me was with schizophrenia, it's hereditary. And so what happens is if your parent has schizophrenia, there's a 10% chance that you will too. And you might think, oh, that's not a lot. Well, it's a high chance. It's a lot more than zero. And schizophrenia is one of those things. They don't have a cure. There's nothing to do. You just have to deal with it. And so these are the things you have to be really concerned about and watch. Like, yeah, you fell in love and she's terrific, boom, boom, boom. But, oh, wait, you have a history of mental health. I got to be careful. It could happen to everyone, right? That's not, that's not what I'm saying. It's just we have to be really cautious with what we're doing because this is the rest of our life. It affects our kids, all of these different things. Okay, so that's just one example. Depression, anxiety, uh, the things our kids are facing these days. The, the way the society is right now, um, we have to, again, be aware of it and do things to take care of ourselves. Diet, uh, of course, exercise, one of the primary things you could do. 
working out is like taking it's the equivalent of like 10 milligrams of Zoloft, the antidepressant, this sort of thing. Um, sleep, huge. Uh, Andrew Huberman has a podcast on that. If you don't know about Andrew Huberman, he is a neuroscientist out in uh, Stanford. You got to listen to him because he's putting out all the cutting, cutting edge stuff, talking about these kinds of things. As a husband, we have to be equipped with the information so we could lead properly. We have to know certain signs. Uh, again, it's a short podcast, so I'm just dropping some hints that you would do the research, right? It's once a week, I'm gonna present what I know and what's been working or helping us to keep going, but you have to put in that work. And so the DSM-5, if you don't know what that is, you should go and get it. Uh, so this is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Psychiatry has been around for a long time. They know about all the pathologies. They've researched it. They do that job. It's all there. You want to do a little YouTube dig. You want to go into the DSM-5. You want to understand what a pathology is. You want to know what's really going on. So you're equipped. Psychology helps in everything in life. Like everybody here is working off with different patterns or what have you, personality types, etc. But for your relationship, the more you know about yourself, the more you know about her, the more you guys could come into alignment and even deal with the negative thought patterns or whatever it is. And so these things you could look into if you got kids. I'll give an example of some of the stuff that's going on now. If you don't know the difference between gender identity disorder and gender dysmorphia and what happened, how are you going to equip when all of these things are coming? Uh, right now, everybody's fighting for attention. Everybody's fighting for the mind, concepts, ideologies. That's really what's going on. So we have to make sure to protect and preserve our mental, right? And so these are just some things I want to present. But again, to tie it to marriage, a few people I've spoken to are like, oh, you know, uh, I'm depressed and my wife doesn't understand. Bro, you need to check yourself. Your depression is something for you to, marry, uh, for you to manage. She, she got her own stuff but you're responsible for you as a man and you're responsible for her as a man. That's the job. So you have to take care of your mental so that you can help her with her mental load so that she can help with the atmosphere for your children. This is the game. This is how we're working. Now, life is hard. Life is hard. Yo, this, this is another step. The Golden Gate Bridge, since it was created, there's been 2,000 suicides off that one bridge. People were like, yo, I can't take it. They went to that bridge and self-deleted. But there are a few of them who survived. And what's crazy about it is one of them did a documentary. So I'm encouraging everyone to go and find it. Uh, you could just YouTube this. I jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and lived. Go find it. He talks about it. And here's what he says is, the moment he jumped, the moment he let go, he realized instant regret. Instantly, he regretted the decision. And 
it's a pattern across all the ones who survived. That means of those 2,000 who jumped in the water, it's likely every single one of them was like, man, I shouldn't have done this. Nobody's happy with it because ultimately you're quitting. All of these things, it's the same. Schizophrenia is on a whole other end of the spectrum. So you really have to, you know, that's why I was saying watch out for that. But some things like depression, anxiety, behavioral scientists, they've studied this, psychologists have studied this. There are things you could do. It's about making a choice. So you have to choose to face the fear, this sort of thing. Now, I know it seems like, oh, easier said than done. You're just saying it. No, it's factual. They Phobias, all of these things, the research is out. That's what I'm saying. Go look at it. If you have some type of phobia, if you voluntarily choose to face it, you have a higher likelihood of overcoming it than if someone forces you to do it. That's why if you put stuff on your wife and uh, you'll be surprised, fellas, I'm hearing from guys like, oh man, I was so depressed. She didn't understand. I just couldn't go to work. Bro, that's, you're, you really need to think about what you just said. Like you're her livelihood in most instances. If, if a kid comes, People aren't thinking, oh, there's going to be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, that exists, but that's in very small cases. For the most part, you bring home the bacon. So she's thinking, he can't go to work. What's going to happen with my life? What's going to happen with my kids? All that kind of stuff. You being depressed isn't an excuse. It's something you have to learn to manage and mitigate so that you can meet the responsibilities and care for everyone around you. It's a burden. It's a responsibility. You have to know about these sorts of things and figure out how to mitigate. If it's medication, take medication. If you don't, do yoga. I don't know what you got to do, but you got to figure out what works for you because you're not allowed to have those kinds of things. People depend on you if you realize how important you are. And uh, you watch that video I just told you about on YouTube. I jumped off the Golden Great Bridge. You see, because this guy... He made it. Jumping off that bridge ended up saving his life, which is crazy because he realized, whoa, I have to cope with what I'm facing. And he was bipolar and he was hearing voices, all kinds of stuff. But again, for relationships, this stuff is real. A lot of people on partnerships, you married her, she's manic or, or she's bipolar, whatever. Sir, that's your relationship. You still found a good thing. You got to figure out how to mitigate. You got to create the environment for her. You got to make sure that she has coping strategies. You have coping strategies. If you work in certain jobs, I know a lot of people, law enforcement, this sort of thing, you need to find joy outside of the job so that you don't get burnt out and, and all this stuff. It's too important, especially if we're going to make it 60 years. You got to be able to be happy apart from the environment. So in a way of self-validation, just putting this out here, guys, take care of yourselves. We got to take care of each other. Open dialogue. If there's something that's going on, you have to have your boy. You could call and say, look, man, things are getting hard right now. And be honest and be vulnerable and take care of your mental health. Bottling it up, drinking, doing all kinds of stuff is not going to help you. It's not going to help her. Won't help you be in the Diamond Club, if you understand what I'm saying. We're talking 60 years, right? So uh, that's it. Another light episode, <laughs> being sarcastic. It could be heavy for some, but look, do what you have to do, guys. It's too important. Life is too important. Our families are too important. And we got to remember we found a good thing, right? So next episode, we're going to go uh, have our first guest. 
my wife, she agreed to do it. So we're going to go and we're going to talk and hear from the woman's perspective what they are expecting and what they are looking for in a partner. So remember, we found a good thing, guys. Let's do what we have to do to keep it.